welcome to the Coffee with Casey podcast, the podcast where we sit down with a cup of coffee, talk about life, motherhood, and more. So let's grab a cup of coffee, pass off a little encouragement, and figure out motherhood and life as we go along. Hi, I'm Casey. Welcome to the Coffee with Casey podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Um, just it has been another busy week here. Uh, last time, I think I said that I was preparing for my sister's baby shower, and this past weekend, I had we had my sister's baby shower. It was so much fun. Um, my sister is having twins, so that is just like a really fun thing. Um, I'm actually a twin too, not to my sister, but to my brother. Um, and she's having boy girl twins as well. And so it's just kind of fun that, um, it's happening to her. (laughs) Um, but it's just so fun. And I'm like loving all of the, um, matching outfits and coordinating outfits. She got a ton of just like matching outfits um, and coordinating outfits. And of course I contributed to this as well. Um, Me being a twin, I used to think that it was so cheesy to dress your twins and coordinating outfits, but now I'm a mom and you know, if I had a twins, then I would definitely be doing that because they are just so stinking cute. Um, and I'm so excited for them to be here, but we had a little taco bar. We did, um, queso and salsa and, um, I had the cutest cookies made. Um, there is a cookie, um, maker here in Northwest Arkansas that is just amazing. Um, and the domestic housewife is her name. Um, and if you don't follow her on Instagram, you should, um, she just makes some incredible creations. So, um, and her cookies were just so good. They were the best, um, iced sugar cookies I have ever had. Like the decorated iced sugar cookies, usually they're really hard and you know, all that. No, hers were soft and just like, had a really good flavor and all that. So I'll definitely be, um, ordering cookies from her again, if I ever have another event like that. Um, so yeah, we had a busy weekend last week. Um, we've kind of had a busy week this week, which I, you know, if you know me, that's nothing new. Um, but yeah, we traveled with our, baby. (laughs) That's always interesting. Um, but she was a trooper for sure. Um, the naps are hard whenever you're traveling and she has taken naps at my brother and sister-in-law's house. She has taken naps at her grandparents' house, all the things at her great grandparents' house. (laughs) Um, if you are, you know, a grandmother or, um, you are hosting anyone at your house. Um, I 10 out of 10 recommend having a pack and play because that just saves 
us having to bring a pack and play number one. Um, but also it just saves us whenever we're in a situation where she needs a nap. We used to bring our pack and play, um, every time we would go down, but now my in-laws have one and my, my grandma has one and, um, my brother and sister-in-law have one. So, um, anytime we're at any of their houses, we always, um, are able to, we don't have to bring our pack and play. So it's so nice. Um, so I will definitely remember that whenever next time we host someone with a child, I'm just gonna be like, we have a pack and play. (laughs) Come on. Um, but anyways, it's just, it's so, it's, Traveling with a baby is difficult sometimes, but, um, she did so great and she was such a trooper and, um, just (laughs) took naps when she could, um, played with her cousins, um, hung out with her, with our family and all that. So it was a good weekend. Um, and this past week just got back into things and then I ended up taking a day off off this week which was so great um so yeah but still planning that one year birthday party um I mentioned last week that it's so easy to get caught up um in the creative side of things and wanting everything to be perfect um and I kind of mapped out a little bit of a budget for things and then I realized that I was probably spending way too much that I probably needed to scale some things back. Um, So this week, I got a lot of ideas on how to DIY some things. Um, My mother-in-law is also making some things for me, so um, we're going to get that cost down a little bit, but um, I just want it to be fun and special, but also um, not cost an arm and a leg to throw my kid a a one-year birthday. But, um, I did find some, like a balloon arch that you can make yourself, um, at Hobby Lobby and it was $7.99. I'm pretty sure that it, well, I'm not sure if it was on sale. You know, everything at Hobby Lobby is like 50% off. Um, but I actually had a gift card from my mother-in-law that was given to me at Christmas and, um, it brought that price down to like, I had spent, I think the total was maybe around $25 and I spent like $11 total. Um, and you don't have to check the math on that. That's probably wrong. But I do remember I had $15 on the gift card and I had, I only spent $11 on everything that I bought at Hobby Lobby. So that was great. I was able to get some scrap fabric for, um, I'm going to try and make a little like banner for her high chair. Um, so I've been kind of scrappy with it, but I think that I'm going to be able to make some cute things, um, that won't be too complicated. And, um, I think that'll be really good. So, um, but just trying to plan that as far ahead in advance. So I'm not spending a ton of money at one time. And also that I'm not like super stressed at the end of it. So anyways, 
shout out to the moms who are planning those birthday parties. Um, it's so crazy just the amount of things that we think we have to do too. Like, I just feel like with social media and all that, it's so easy to like compare to other people and all that. Um, and it's so easy to see like influencers and things like that plan these like elaborate birthday parties. And I keep telling myself like, I don't have to do that. And it's okay if it's simple, if it's, you know, thoughtful yet simple. <laughs> so that's my, that's my mantra for this birthday party. Simple yet thoughtful. Um, and don't be afraid to DIY some things. Um, but my rule also for DIYing is that it's not overcomplicated because if it's too complicated, I just will lose steam and I don't, I'm, I am an artsy person, um, but I'm not super crafty. Um, I'm definitely capable of doing crafts, but, um, yeah, not always my strong suit there. Um, but yeah, I took, um, I took yesterday off and that was so great. Um, and that kind of brings me to our topic of the week, which is taking time to reset. And I just want to talk about like things that have helped me this week. And, um, I just was kind of losing steam and I just was like, I think I need a day where I can just reset. And that doesn't happen to me often. Um, and also in the past, if that ever happened, I would just kind of keep going and not take a day off. And I've just learned recently that like, it's okay to do that. And, um, I don't know. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) Um, and it's, it can be really hard to do that. Like a lot of times I only take off for like, for a specific reason. And although I did have specific reasons, um, it was mainly for, um, just to take a break (laughs) and just to reset and get some things done. I needed to get, um, some errands done. I hadn't, I was so behind. I had like overdue library books. And I was like, okay, if I don't take these back, like I'm going to get fees. And (laughs) anyways, it was just stuff like that, that was so small, but like things that I have been meaning to do for, you know, a week or so now. Um, but yeah, I think that anytime I do anything like that, even if it is just over the weekend, like it's just not taking a day off. Um, it's so helpful. And I feel like whenever I've had, like, lately, I've had just a lot of good things happening, like, a lot of, I'm, like, hanging out with friends, we're going to baby showers, and we have weddings that we have planned, and I took that trip, and all that, um, and none of that is bad. Um, this past week, I had happy hour with some coworkers, and it was one of the best things But, um, it was one night where I was busy, you know, and, um, we have all these things that are really good things, but they take up a lot of time and, um, it can be really busy and it can be, it can get to the point where you're like, 
I just need a second to breathe and I need a second to just like catch up on life and, you know, do some laundry and which laundry did not get all the way done. Um, I did wash some clothes to take to Play-Doh's Closet, which is a resale shop. Um, if you're not familiar with Play-Doh's, it's like a resale shop that you take your old clothes to. They give you cash for it. Um, and I just want to say, and I think that my experience is, um, I, I think, I don't think I'm the only one with this experience at Play-Doh's, but, um, I have gone to Play-Doh's before and dropped my clothes off. And then like an hour later, they're like, it's ready. And then I come back and they say, sorry, we just are really full on our inventory. And <laughs> I've also had experiences where I'll go and they just tell me that the clothes aren't in for the season or like whatever. There's always a reason. Um, so when I first took my clothes there like a few years ago, I got like quite a bit back. And so I think the first time I went, I was like, okay, like this is a great experience. Um, and then like, I'm not kidding. Like every time after that, it was like, they didn't take any of my clothes that I brought. Um, and so it was just really disheartening. Cause like, I know that like, not all of the clothes that I sent were super fashionable or whatever. I do think some of them were a little dated because it may have been like, I know I brought some clothes that I wore like in college, you know, and I I do think that some of that um, may have been the reason why. But to have someone tell you every time, oh, we can't take these. And it's usually a college person. So it's like someone that's a little younger and you just automatically feel like you're old and you're not fashionable anymore. And it's really sad. <laughs> but this last time I brought in a lot of denim shorts and jeans and I, I saw where they were um, taking a lot of denim. And so um, I think you really have to watch their social media pages to see what they're taking. Um, but the reason, but I still, y'all, they took five items, which is way better than what I have experienced in the past. Um, but they took five items and um, they, but they left a lot of my, this is what really, this is just a tangent that I'm going to go on really quick. A lot of times they will take like old Navy brand or something like that, but then they'll leave like a lot of the clothes that I bought at like a boutique or, you know, some of the nicer pieces that like I know like are worth <laughs> more than like an old Navy piece. I don't know. So I'm just, I, I am very confused sometimes at their, um, selection process. So if anybody has worked at Play-Doh's, please let me know how the selection process goes. And I'm sure that they experience all kinds of people complaining all the time. And I'm really not trying to be negative, but it is, um, and I never am like, 
oh my gosh, you know, I just, I take the money and I go and I say thank you, <laughs> but I take my full laundry basket of clothes that I brought in, you know, back to my car and I think, what do I do with this now? I have so many clothes still in my trunk. Um, I came in with a full laundry basket and then an Aldi uh, reusable bag full of clothes. And I did put some of my husband's like button up um, polo brand shirts in there and didn't take any of them. But um, I also think like it's a call. We live in a college town and um, it's like. I do think at the end of the day, like, they're not looking for business casual pieces, you know? So I don't know if pieces like that really go over well. So I need to find a resale shop that is, like, for the older adult slash younger adult. <laughs> Someone, a millennial um, resale shop that takes skinny jeans and, um, you know, business casual attire <laughs> that's went out of style five years ago. Um, but yes, and I do think that a lot of my pieces are in style, especially the shorts that I sold there. But, um, and I'm not like giving them a lot of the pieces that I am currently wearing. And I do feel like my fashion has changed. So maybe it's just the older clothes that I have that just aren't in fashion. My older self was not fashionable, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with that. But um, if you have any tips for reselling your clothes. Um, so yeah, and I also went through my like bridesmaids dresses and my formal dresses. Y'all, I have been in, I counted the other day, I think it was seven to eight weddings total. Um, and so I have a ton of bridesmaids dresses from there. And some of them, I don't know what I did with them. Maybe I got rid of them a long time ago, but, um, I think I must've resold some of them, but, um, anyways, I'm just in the cleaning out my closet mood and getting rid of these clothes. So, and a lot of these clothes were sitting in our garage and I had to rewash them and all that, but a lot of them um, I had set aside over a year ago. And um, anyways, it's just crazy. I just can't even, like, I just don't even know. Um, I don't even know what to do with half of the clothes that I have. And honestly, I could probably go through my drawers one more time and come up with another laundry basket full of clothes. So anyways, I was <laughs> doing all that, but, um, things that have helped me reset. Um, number one, um, going to a coffee shop or doing lunch or something, breakfast, um, by myself or with a friend. Um, yesterday I went to a coffee shop alone. This always reminds me of whenever I was in college, I worked at a summer camp and we had nights off a lot of times, um, you didn't always get nights off with your friends there. Um, so a lot of times you it would just be you. Sometimes you would have nights off with friends and you could go out to eat or whatever. But, um, I would often go to a local coffee shop 
um, I worked at a camp in Tyler, Texas, and um, there was a little coffee shop called Cafe Taza. It's n- I don't think it's there anymore, but it was, oh my gosh, it was some of the best coffee. And um, it was just such a neat little coffee shop, but I would sit down and journal and read my Bible or whatever, you know, and just spend that time, um, by myself. And every time I go to a coffee shop, I think about that summer when I was in college and, um, that little coffee shop. So yesterday I went to Arcega's, which is a local coffee shop in Fayetteville. And, um, it is such a neat little spot. They used to have a location by the railroad tracks and it was really small and, and it was always really crowded, but they've since opened up a new location. Um, it's kind of in South Fayetteville and it's a lot bigger. They have, I'm pretty sure they have like an outdoor patio, but they also have kind of like a screened in porch, like a sunroom and it's just so neat. And I honestly like this location better than their original one. I was really sad when their original one closed because it's kind of like a staple in Northwest Arkansas, I feel like, especially like when you come and visit, I feel like Arcega's is always like one of the number one recommendations, but I love their breakfast, but um, I just had like a pastry and coffee and just sat there for a little while and journaled, worked on some of my hand lettering stuff that I do um, and really just took the afternoon to just be by myself. Um, and also another thing that filled me up this week was just time with friends, coworkers. Um, we had a happy hour and I don't know about you, but I always am so much more filled up when I spend time with friends and also just whenever I spend time with like really creative people, like my coworkers are some really creative people and really talented people. And, um, anytime we spend together, I just feel so much more motivated to like get things done, do things and just like, um, I don't know, just be creative. And I think that, you know, sometimes, um, being creative, for me, looks like planning my kid's birthday or planning a baby shower for my sister or, um, you know, it can also look like hand lettering. It can also look like baking or cooking or whatever. Um, and that has been so helpful in the past and also recently. Um, also just taking the day off. Um, I, like I said, I don't take the day off a whole lot, um, which is not good, but, um, it's really unusual. I feel like for me to do that, but, um, it was so nice. And I definitely recommend if you can to just take some time and, um, you know, give yourself that time to reset because in the end, I think that you know, for me, I always come back more refreshed and more ready to do my job or more ready to just tackle things in life that like, you know, I've been putting off or whatever. Um, 
And so it's helpful for that reason too. It's it's like, okay, yeah, you're taking a day off, but also it's beneficial <laughs> for everyone, I think. Um, also, I would definitely recommend journaling or reading or looking at a book. Yesterday, I did not really read a whole lot, but um, I did kind of stay off social media, but not really. <laughs> but I would definitely recommend if that's something that's helpful for you during that day, then um, then that's good. Um, and so, yeah, that has is what has helped me. Um, all the things. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee real quick, and then I'm going to read a little quote that I found. Um, that I found recently, and I think that it's something that um, is just a good reminder for me. Um, so it is. It was by Laura Laura McGowan, and it says, "Reminder: You don't have to explain why you want what you want." Do what you do, love what you love, or need what you need. You are allowed to live a life some people don't understand. And um, I thought that was a really good reminder um, <laughs> because sometimes, um, especially when you are a creative person or you have different pursuits, like I know for me, like doing this podcast sometimes can be really nerve wracking and um but it's also something that I just felt like I really need to do um, because I see so much um, out there that is discouraging for moms. Um, I see a lot of Christian moms um, who, you know, we may not believe the same things or whatever, and I just want to provide a space that is encouraging and loving and kind and also just, um, you know, ultimately does share God's love um, and all the things. Um, but I often get discouraged because I think, oh, well, I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know if it's making a difference. Um but I think, you know, other people may not understand why I do the podcast or they may not care, but um, <laughs> I think that quote is just so good and it's like, it shouldn't matter what other people think or what other people, you know, um, yeah, it shouldn't matter what they think or whatever, like, you don't have to justify what you love or, you know, the hobbies that you have or the passions that you have, like, um, and that's okay. Like you, you don't have to, not everybody has to understand you or be okay with things that you're doing in your life. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good reminder to just not care so much, excuse me, not care so much about what other people are thinking. <laughs> and that's a really hard lesson for me to learn. Um, sometimes you just have to do what's best for you. And um, also, you know, what's healthiest for you as well. Like, um, 
So, yeah, I think that's a really good quote. Um, That is all for today. I've really enjoyed this podcast and I hope you've enjoyed it as well. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at coffee with Casey, C-O-F-F-E-E with Casey, K-A-C-E-Y at gmail.com. Um, if you could be so nice and leave a review or rate my podcast if you want, you can also find me on Instagram at coffee with Casey. Um, and it's the same as my email, C-O-F-F-E-E with K-A-C-E-Y. I hope you have a great week and I hope you find ways to rest and reset. See you next week. Bye.